for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with a, a spooky podcast this time. It is Halloween. I know we usually don't stream on Mondays, but we had a uh, very interesting weekend where I ran across a very special band, and I'm really glad I did. And it just kind of happened to work out that today was Halloween. They're a very spooky Halloween-ish vibe type band and uh we were able to make it work to get together here for at least 15 20 minutes and kind of chat a little bit so it'll be a shorter podcast it'll be a shorter stream but nonetheless i'm excited to have we have molly omen bringer the morning star morning star all kinds of cr- cool nicknames how's it going today excellent how art for art thou <laughs> awesome i'm so excited to sit down and chat with you. I'm a little intimidated, but you know what? Uh, it's all good. Uh, so for uh, first off, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with us. For everybody that's just kind of getting to meet you for the first time, kind of break down what Omenbringer is and, you know. Omenbringer is a stoner metal witch band born and raised uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. And we make music that has really unbelievably cool thematic stuff, you know, witchcraft, spells, magic, sex, just all the normal stuff that regular Joe Blow people like, you know, Um, heavy metal. We are heavily influenced by classic rock. So we have a lot of, you know, Sabbath, Thin Lizzy, Pentagram kind of influences. That's awesome. That's really cool. And, you know, you j- it's really awesome to have you on now because you just released your, is it technically your debut single? Correct. Spells. Yep. Dro- uh, dropped your debut single last week, I believe it was, if I'm, my brain is not failing me. Um, October 7th. That was October, the- so it's been a few weeks. And uh, Spells, you, the music video you just recently dropped, that's what it is. That's where my head's at. Um, so I'm really excited to jump in and chat with that, a little, chat about that. But before we get there, we talked about Omenbringer, the band and kind of what you are, but let's talk about you as the musician, Molly, the person, what's kind of your background. You said you'd mentioned that you're originally from Nashville, native born, raised. What's kind of it like? growing up in Nashville, being from Nashville, growing up, watching it go through these insane transitions as a musician yourself? Well, being born and raised from here, you just have a deep appreciation of music. Everybody loves music. Everybody has really strong opinions about music. And you're really spoiled by the fact that you are constantly surrounded by fantastic musicians. I mean, everybody here, every band here, whether it's on Broadway or, you know, on the rock block, like 
are very talented musicians. Um, that's kind of the first thing I notice when I go out of town somewhere is mm. we'll go to some bar and there'll be a cover band and people are digging it and the band is terrible and they're real off or they're off key or they're, yeah. you know, like making mistakes and that just yeah. stuff, that, that shit doesn't fly here, you yeah. know? So that's just, that's kind of what it's like to be a native Nashvilleian this year. I wouldn't call it a music snob, but you have so much appreciation for it and mm. you kind of expect the very best. Yeah. So that's what I, I grew up, you know, with a heavily like influenced by classic rock and mm-hmm. my parents used to, we, we would drive around with the top down in the convertible with oldies 96.3, which was nice. our old, old radio station. That was the oldies nice. station. But, um, then, you know, I was always a performer and musical theater and things like that. And then I was in a burlesque troupe way back in the day. So I kind of bring some of that into my performances, a lot of sex and dancing, that kind of stuff. I think it just goes hand in hand with a good show because, uh, Omen Bringer, we're not, uh, we're not just a band. We're a performance. You're coming to see a show. You're coming to see legs and lights and sounds and maybe yeah. even some smells. I don't know. Like you got to work that in smells somehow, but, nice. um, you know, that's kind of a little bit about, you know, the back, my background at least. Nice. You know, it's funny. You, you can really tell that you're a child of, I'm going to call it the ch- a child of the nineties because I remember growing up when I was young in the nineties, I could name and sing every jingle to every radio station that I listened to. Like I caught that the oldies 96.3. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. We had a 96.3, but it was like the top 40 station and it was like B 96, you know, it's yeah. So Five minutes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just funny. Like growing up, listening to the radio and just remembering all these amazing jingles back when jingles were actually a thing like i don't listen to the radio too much now but i feel like it's not quite as prevalent as it used to be so uh, but so how long has uh omen bringer kind of been a thing so omen bringer was born um during the pandemic I started writing songs. I'd, I'd always written kind of a lot of music as a young person, but um, just kind of constantly like making up little songs in my head. But then I started really getting more interested in metal and heavy, heavy metal. And uh, I've kind of always been a witch, like since I was a small child and witchcraft and magic were always really, really influential to me and very interesting to me. And so, um, I was, you know, bored during the pandemic and I, I had been in a Thin Lizzy cover band. Hmm. So Thin Lizzy is one of my all time favorite bands. Phil Linus is a genius. I love guitar minis and I, you know, classic rock. So I had my Thin Lizzy cover band for several years. We were called Rosalie and the Warriors. Excellent band. And then I just really wanted to make an original project. I wanted to start making my own music, which I feel is like kind of like the way of all musicians that are from yeah. Nashville is that you start out, you, you eventually get, get going to have a band yeah. or it could, could be in a band, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I started hunting for bandmates. It was February. Um, I went through several different people, like trying to find the right people. What was like the most important thing to me was to find cool people 
that were really sweet and genuine people I could rely on and people of course that were talented. So the talent part isn't really the hard thing to find. It's the reliability part in that role. That's because everybody's in four or five other bands, you know, you gotta prioritize this band, you know, which is sometimes a hard sell, but, um, you know, Corey was like my first bandmate, um, my mm-hmm. guitar player. He is a wizard. Corey is a magician. He can do everything. He can do drums. He originally was going to play drums in the band, but then switched to guitar um, because it's really his his most proficient instrument. Um, he's a wizard at guitar. So then after that, my, my friend Spooky joined the band. Spooky is a perfect person yes. to join Hellman Bringer. He's a spooky guy. He is wonderful. I'm going to see yes. his, him tonight. He's playing... Yes. The exit end tonight, so I'm going there tonight to um, yes. the Halloween ball. Anybody wants to join me? I need and- to go to exit end. I've seen so many amazing show lineups that are played there. It's like I need to go next time it's I'm in Nashville. Second favorite venue. It's yes. second best after the Ryman. With the Ryman is the tr- Ryman is the best. Fair. But um, so you know, then after that, I was like, I found my drummer Joey, you know, through kind of like going to local shows and meeting musicians. And then the last member of the coven was Ellie, my bass player, and I just like called out to her in the ether, and she came to me, and it was like just wonderful. And then so by May, we were the full iteration of Omen Bringer, and then yes. we started recording, we started playing shows. Our first show was like a massive success. We just played at Betty's, which is a little dump dive bar over on the West side. And it was just utterly packed. We sold out of our merch. Like it was a great show. Um, And so since then we've had a few other shows that have been really well attended and keep having people show up that just are finding us, which is so organically wonderful to me. They're like, Oh, that sounds interesting. I'm going to go to that. So I'm really glad that that's happening again because you know, I felt like the pandemic that, was something that was really going by the wayside Mm -hmm. staying home and not wanting to go out to shows anymore. So I feel like that's happening again. People are like, Oh, that sounds interesting. I think I'll leave my house and put clothes on and go to that. (laughs) Yeah. Fair. It's one of those things are like, I'm definitely in the same boat where I I've fallen into the rut where I don't like going to shows, but I also live in Waco, Texas. So it's a lot of the same, musicians over and over again so it's just like yeah i could go out but i've heard this person 20 times in the last year so do i really want to you know whereas in a place like nashville it's like i could go out every night of the week and hear a different band like oh 100 percent. yeah but you were talking about how people kind of found omen bringer naturally and just kind of through you know, like whatever means it is, that's kind of, it's funny. We were talking about this before the stream, uh, how I found you, which was through TikTok. We had a mutual connection through TikTok and she had just shared a show or a clip or something. And I was just like, wow, this is so interesting. And I had just gotten done watching a video. It's, uh, do you know who Anthony Padilla is? He's a like a YouTube person and he does this talk show where he talks to different people that have like either different beliefs or they're like survivors of abduction, you know, just like different situations. And one of the most recent episodes was he talked to uh, three different witches, like practicing witches. And so it was just kind of interesting how it all played out. And I was like, I, I think this was destined to happen. I don't believe in destiny a lot, but. 
in situations like this, it's kind of hard to argue. I'm calling to people and they're finding me. That's that's nice. how it happens. You know, I call nice. out to people and here they come. So yeah, for sure. And now, are you? Anybody can are join you, the. It's free for the time being. Awesome. So. I, I'm definitely now. Are you uh, actually a practicing witch, Wiccan? I don't know what the proper. Yes, I yes. am. I actually call myself say, uh, Nashville's most powerful satanic witch. Okay. So I uh, do a lot of different types of witchcraft, mm-hmm. sex magic. I do a lot of that. If you're into that, if you're interested in that, that is an interesting subject. Check it out. I'm but, gonna have to look more into that. I've never heard it. It's great. Nice. I will have to look into that. That's it. Sounds interesting. So. Uh, is this something that you is witchcraft been something that you practiced for a while? I know you'd kind of mentioned it that it was something that you got into when you were younger. Yes. Yeah. How many years I have been a witch, uh, and just more, you know, as you grow, as you turn more into yourself, like your late twenties, early thirties, you start really coming into your real true self. Yeah. And if you're really doing it right, you start you stop giving a fuck about, you know, what other people think and just start to be your authentic self. And so my authentic self has always been a witch. I just being from the South. Are you from Waco? No, I'm from Chicago. Chicago. Okay. So you probably don't have quite as much of a history of this, but you know, growing up in the Bible belt, you get inundated with this like Christian ideology everywhere Mm -hmm. and uh, policy and everything. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of willpower to break through that, you know, um, mm-hmm. to, to shed the chains yep. that are laid upon you as a young person um, yep. with any kind of belief. So, you know, uh, but I would say my first interest in Satan and witchcraft was actually watching uh, Fantasia. Oh, nice. Because the very end of the Fantasia is Night on Bald Mountain with a big mm-hmm. devil figure named Chernabog and he yeah. is very sexy to me. He's always been a really sexy version of a devil to me. And I found that very interesting. Nice. And I like to watch that part over and over again. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I grew up in the South side of Chicago. We, I was definitely indoctrinated into the whole religious, you know, Catholic church, Lutheran church, Christianity, all that stuff. And then it was college that I was just kind of like, yeah, no, this isn't who I am. And yeah. So, and it's quite funny because I went, I grew or went to school in Southern Illinois. So Carbondale, so like deeper in the Bible belt. And it was just like that conversation where I started meeting different people. And I was like, yeah, none of this makes any kind of sense. And I'm not going to say I'm a witch. I more say I'm an atheist, but yeah. So Satanists are just atheists that like to troll the Christians a lot or like Satan a lot. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, those things. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. So um, let's jump into the uh, new single, your your debut single, Spells. Uh, how, how long have you been sitting? Is that a song that you've been sitting on for a good minute or? Yes. Spells is one of the first tracks that I wrote. Um, spells, Tongues, and... Um, Let's see what's a uh, big titty goth girlfriend. Nice. So those were the first three of our big of our songs that I started writing. And then as Corey and I came together, we wrote more tracks. Eventually our album, which is going to be released 
hopefully 420 next year. Nice. Nice. Maybe nice. Maybe uh, later in the year, um, but just depending on we we have been so busy that we've actually had to turn some shows down because we mm-hmm. need to record. We have to finish recording, um, but we are in the process of you know recording several other singles, and we have another music video in the can for Big Titty Goth Girlfriend, and we're going to be holding tight onto that um, to grow our audience more because that is worthy of a large audience. It is. Yes going to be marked mature it is very sexy um but spells um you know is very near and dear to my heart and it's kind of one of our heavier tracks mm-hmm. i don't really scream in any of the other tracks that we do except for you know kind of like a james brown kind mm-hmm. of scream so this one has screaming it has a death whistle in it it has clickety clackety bone sounds it has evil laughs it has everything nice yeah it's a the song's good. The music video's good. Like that's after I watched the music video, I was like, yeah, that, that was kind of the deciding factor of needing to reach out to you. And then once I realized that it was your debut single, I was like, okay, this all makes sense. It works. So, um, definitely like spells and can't wait for the next two singles, big titty goth girl. And what'd you say the other one was? Well, our next single that's going to come out probably next month is going to, it's not one of the original first couple of tracks that I wrote, but it's called My Coven. And it's about my girlfriends, my friends. So a lot of the music that I write about, it's about sex, it's about friendship, spells, magic, Satan, just all the stuff that I like, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And have you gotten any like pushback in Nashville with all this or... Not really. No, I think people are really ready for something like this. Yeah. You know, you know, like um, one of the things that I really wanted was for it to feel like a very inclusive environment, a very inclusive mm-hmm. show. And uh, the huge part of our audience is women. We have a lot mm-hmm. of lady metal fans and ladies are into metal, but mm-hmm. it's really intimidating to go to a show and it's a, just a sea of dudes in black t-shirts, you know? Yeah. I don't want people to just expect that at an Omenbringer show. I want them to expect to see titty witches and sexy people, queer people, all types of people at like metal shows that you don't mm-hmm. wouldn't normally see. Um, because those are the kind of like the, that's the kind of people we want to attract. We want everybody yeah. to feel like they can come to our show and they're gonna have a really good time and they're gonna yeah. see a real performance, not just stand there and see a band that's just, you know, three dudes standing around yeah. all tough like looking mean you know whatever i feel that yeah i feel that you know it's i was thinking about as you were kind of mentioned talking about this if you ever want to see a city respond really well but then just have this subset of people like have their brains melt and (laughs) really just want to fuck with christians like the christianity go out to roswell new mexico you will get um yeah you're no you i mean you might get abducted i don't know (laughs) but you will get protested i've seen it like it's amazing like there's this one hardcore church that they protest other churches like that's how hardcore it is and if you do a show out there and yeah you will get protested and it'll be the best thing in the world i'm excited for that yeah so my, my familiar is running around here. If I can catch her, I'll show you. Because can you? No. Yeah. I have a podcast. She's running around. Gotcha. Um, 
So today is Halloween. The best. What do you have planned? So tonight I'm going to see some friends of mine's show. I am friends uh, with some people that are in a, a Nine Inch Nails cover band called nice. Not Your Nails here in Nashville. Nice. Super fun. So they're having a big Halloween show with a whole bunch of other musicians, talented people in Nashville. So I'm just going to go and enjoy that. Um, and I definitely, I want to tell you about the Spells music video. There's kind of a, it's the behind okay. the of the music video is very interesting. So I thought nice. you would have. If you want yes, to yes. Let's talk about the uh, Spells music video because I was watching, I was kind of watching the uh, Instagram, I think it was an Instagram live that you'd done as it was getting ready to release, but you kept telling people don't watch the Instagram live, go watch the music video. It was quite, <laughs> quite entertaining, but um, tell, tell me about the uh, music video. Tell me, yeah. So I... Everything about Omenbringer comes from my brain, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Like, like I love my band, and they really respect my vision. So, what, like, what I say, they do. Like, what I say goes, and they they completely trust me that my ideas are gonna be great because they consistently, like, we just have great feedback from what we're doing. And so, my idea for this was coming from um, my appreciation of like thematic horror movies mm -hmm. so i wanted this movie to look a lot like suspiria especially uh, especially that was like a big inspiration for this video was i, I said i wanted it to be like suspiria meets mm -hmm. the blair witch project okay. so i started writing this music video in my head about luring this woman through the woods and putting her under a spell and i have some old college friends um, that i reached out to that live up in knoxville and I found a videographer who was a friend of mine from my burlesque days. But then um, I had another friend and I would let him know I was looking for a place to film. And I, specifically, I needed like a farm. And he was like, well, I just moved to a farm and you can come to my farm for free. And I was like, awesome. And it turns out his some of his family is very religious. So we were like kind of. He was like, you're not going to be like running around naked. And like, normally I am running around pretty with my ass out on the stage, you know, but for this particular video, it's supposed to feel like it, it could be a couple hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be in a full gown without my tattoos showing and skin really showing. So it was, it was fine. Um, it was originally just going to probably be a little more boring than it is and us like running through the woods. But then when we walked the property, we saw that he had this really creepy little cabin and we wanted to make sure we started in the cabin, you know, and then that, that, that grew into the music video, but then even scarier, he, it's a farm. So he had a little pond on the farm. Mm -hmm. You can imagine what a, a pond that's just sitting there, you know, on the farm yeah. is, is terrifying. And the yeah. water is like completely full of vegetation there's cattails there's giant the, like the spiders in the video those were just there all the art i was about to ask were the spiders just kind of there everywhere. or yeah everywhere and those are those big orb weavers i mean they're like you know yeah. fist sized about when yeah. they've got their legs out you know and yeah. um there's frogs chirping everywhere and at first I, you know, my, my impetus was, I was like all the way in the water, like underneath the water. And I went and got a tetanus shot the week before the music video, like everything. I was very worried about this pond, but I was like, I'm going to suffer for my art. I'm going to do this. I have a deep fear of like water that you can't see through, mm -hmm. 
you know, like kind of things and stuff. And so we get there, I start losing my nerve. I'm like, Oh, am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? And because we have to do it at night too, in the pitch black dark, no light. And so we got to the scene. I had to like hype myself up really, really good. If you can, when you watch the music video, you see like the moon behind me. That's not a moon. That's just our lighting. Like that's a fake moon, you know, like, and I get in that water and I'm creeping back in the water and I'm having like a mini panic attack and <laughs> we get the shot, you know, but then like, right when I get like kind of close to my neck, a frog just goes Brah! and I just screamed and jumped out of the water. And I was like, Oh God, God, God. so I was going to get all the way under the water. I'm really mm-hmm. glad I didn't. it was stinky. It was gross. There was like yeah. bubbles coming up my body, tickling me. <laughs> so I ran and got the hell out of there, but, uh, it was so much fun to shoot and it was August. It was very hot, you know, when we're shooting that video, but. Um, Water probably felt pretty good mid August with the heat. So. Oh, it stunk. <laughs> you know, though, in water like that, there, like a lot of that stuff. Yeah. It's scary. But the one thing that scares the hell out of me, especially in the, Kentucky, Tennessee area are the water snakes, the water moccasins. Yes. Those scare the... Beating the water, trying to make sure there's no snakes and critters in there to kill me, and we had to, like, hose me down afterwards. Yeah. Like, everything else I could get over, but just water moccasins, they scare the hell out of me because they'll sneak up on you just out of nowhere. Very real fear. Yes. So you'll see it when you watch the music video. What is it on her face? Is it complete and utter terror or is it she's a badass bitch? So you decide. (laughs) I'm going to say she's a badass bitch. That's that's what I thought originally, (laughs) you know, so I'm going to still ride with that one. But um, and then there is there's like a little girl in the music video with you or. She's a fully grown lady. Oh. She's just petite and small, my friend. Yes. Okay. So um, all I saw was the head, and I was just like, oh, you know, so. She is my photographer as well. Okay. So when you see our most beautiful pictures on our Instagram and our website, they are from her. She is Mad, Mad Mary Photo, at Mad Mary Photo, if you'd like to look her up. I apologize about that. I. For some reason, I just, I saw the head, and I just saw, like, the face, the head, and I was like, oh, that's a little girl. Okay, cool. And, yeah, well, bye-bye. But, um, so that's been out now. How's the response to the music video been? Impressive. I mean, I knew that people were ready for this, that people wanted something like this, and it's different, and it would catch people's eye, but we weren't really expecting 500 views in the first week. Mm-hmm. And... It, it's already over 500 views, you know, which is awesome. We can't wait for it to hit. It's big. You know, all of our milestones are 666. That's always a nice yeah. milestone to hit. And then after that, 6,000, 6,000, whatever. So, um, you know, we were really impressed by that. Our, our Spotify streams have been really high. So mm. apparently this is something that people enjoy and they're yeah. looking to more of, which is very cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a, it's exciting. It's good music. It's all awesome. And next time I'm in Nashville, I'm going to, if you have a show, I will be at an Omen Burger. I will be there. Like Excellent. we can make I it work. Plan your entire trip around the Omen Bringer show. I, you know, it's one of those things where I've been known to do that, where I go and 
Like I planned an entire trip back out to Roswell just to go see Saliva for ten bucks. Like they're they're playing a show, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to go out to Roswell," and I planned an entire week trip just to go see Saliva for ten bucks. That's living your best life. Yeah, it 100 percent is. So, um, but with it being Halloween, I don't want to keep you too much longer here. Um, what's kind of the plans moving forward? I know you'd mentioned you got a new single getting ready to drop, but like, are you, you doing shows the rest of the year or were you kind of at? Yes. So we have a show coming up next Friday, the 11th, 11, 11 with our friend Soviet Shiksa and they make what they call nightmare jazz, which is very entertaining. Um, they're super fun. And then we have another show, with a band called first Jason, which has the original Jason Voorhees in it. And that's December the 3rd. Um, we took specifically January off to try to record more February. We have a show with, um, the phantoms of Saturn and we just, so we'll probably have a show a month. We'll probably be, you know, like recording and very, very, very busy because we, you know, this is, this is a genuine effort. Like, You'll say, I knew her when, get in on the ground level. I'm still making homemade merch, you know, like, and it's, you buy it and it's going to be worth big money one day because we're going all the way. Yes, you are. I 100% believe it. And I can't, you know, we'll definitely stay in contact so that when I'm out in Nashville in the next few months, I think it's going to be March is when I'm going to be in Nashville next. That's kind of the tentative plan. So. Um, certainly I'm sure we'll have a show then and you can come. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You, uh, before we wrap this up though, uh, you'd mentioned that you were in the, or when we were originally started talking, you'd mentioned you were recording last night, right? Did the, no, I was supposed to record last night. You were supposed I, to record. Okay. I took a little mental health break actually. Uh, but, that's good though. Mental health breaks are good. Yeah, you know, and uh, we do all of this DIY. That mm-hmm. recording was made in my house, my basement. The vocals were done, and um, we just kind of, you know, we, we save all our money for the music video because that's yeah. what people are attracted to. They're, people are very visual nowadays. Like, the, yeah. we definitely, like, lure people in with the sexy, and then they are like, holy shit, this is really good, you know? So yeah. we uh, are just really you know, focusing a lot on recording and our first pass at recording. It's really my first time recording. And, you know, when you get to listen back to stuff and hear the mistakes you made or come up with new ideas, it becomes really important. You know, it's really important to me to release something that I'm really, really proud of because this is my labor of love, you know, project. So um, we're going to re-record some of the vocals for my coven. I've come up with some more ideas. Big Titty Goth Girlfriend's getting a little bit of a zhuzh up, but um, yeah, we're, we're so excited for the album, which is going to be called thick T H I C C thick darkness. So thick darkness, uh, is our long doom stoner track that will not be released until the album comes out, but it's like eight minutes long. Nice. It's epic. It sounds like Delta blues kind of credency a little bit. So, little spooky. Yeah. It's very spooky. That song is so, so cool. Awesome. I, you, so you're looking at the album you said next year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I you know, 420 makes sense, but then it's like 
Halloween also makes sense, but you don't want to wait a whole other year to release an album. That's just kind of, yeah. No, it'll be out by the summer for sure. Sweet. I can't wait. Um, I'm all down. I'm part of the, the coven. I'm part, you know, I'm in. You, I'm you not- got, uh, so for anybody that wants to check out your music or spells, the music video, the single, any of that stuff, want to check out any of your shows, where's the uh, best place to get all the information, find you on social media, all that fun stuff. Omenbringer.com is our website. Our social media handles are Omenbringer Band. So on on Twitter, I make stupid tweets very rarely. On Facebook, on Instagram, Instagram, uh, we keep you know really up to date. Um, we make we also are on TikTok. You know, Omenbringer Band, and then Omenbringer Band on YouTube as well. So let's get the music video up to 666 views. That'll make Mama very happy. Um, but it's, it's going to be far, far flung from that. But I, I do want to say like, while I'm have this little moment to say it mm-hmm. on this platform, how proud I am of my videographer who wished not to be named, um, uh, or accredited in the video, but, um, without his fantastic yeah. work, um, we just wouldn't have such a beautiful piece of art to share along with the music. Yeah. Like, I feel like music videos are kind of a dying art form right now, but they're also, when they're done really well, like spells is, it's like, it's, it's definitely worth it. And there, there's still a market to be had for music videos, even though like the, the platforms are kind of dying off. Like MTV doesn't do TRL and all that fun stuff that they used to do back in the nineties. And, early 2000s and yeah you can still upload stuff to youtube but yeah Yeah. i am a connoisseur of music videos music videos are my favorite way to consume music Mm -hmm. because then you get to see what the band wanted you to see Mm -hmm. or what vision that sometimes the vision they have for the that goes along with the music is so unusual and different so it was such a joy and like a life bucket list dream to like get to make a music video of our very nice that's awesome did a great job for the first one and can't wait for the next one um before we wrap this up though what is a principle that you live your life by tcb baby i got tattooed on my arm here let's see here tcb taking care of business lightning fast and those are the rhyming windows that's elvis's motto and, uh, you know, I live my life by that. I, I like to take care of business. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it good. I'm not going to half ass it ever mm-hmm. like go big or go home, you know, like, so I just encourage everyone to have to like, do that. Like TCB, take care of your business. And, you know, another thing that I do really try to do is just like to treat other people the way that I want to be treated because it's just for sure. I want to be treated good, like a sexy witch yeah. queen. Like, who doesn't want to be treated like they're special and good? And so, I don't know. Just we got we we're special because we got a lot of love in our band and a lot of hard work. So, hopefully, it shows in everything. Nice. And that hard work is going to pay off. I can just feel it. Hey, you're you're going places. Just enjoy the ride. That's the one thing that I've really tried to the motto that i've tried to live by recently is just kind of enjoy this ride whatever it is just enjoy it so but be kind while you do it you kick some ass yes a hundred percent one thousand percent let's go with that uh 
But yeah, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute blast. I'm glad we were able to make this work. And the fact that we logged on a little bit earlier, we were able to get a lot more time with you because uh, I know we would kind of talked about wrapping it up at 7 o'clock. So here we are. It's uh, My pleasure. Yeah, 100%. Once, and not in the Chick-fil-A way, in the satanic devil uh, way. Nice. <laughs> awesome. But once again, thank you everybody for tuning in, and we will see you all later. Go check out Spells and join the coven.